Shut up and sit down. What is going on, everybody? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 73 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What's going on, guys? I, I was, I'm just going to have to interject here for a second to say I was real excited that you came back with your fancy switchboard and then it didn't do the fire noise. So I had to add it. It didn't do the fire noise? It, it no, did, I didn't it, hear it. No. Scott saved it, though, and he did the fire noise. <laughs> All right. I, I will. I said technical difficulties. Uh, like I said I, I literally rushed to, to put everything together before the before the show tonight. So I'm lucky. I said I even have a mic. I was so happy. I was like, yes, I get to do the fire noise one more time. Uh, I can't believe it didn't work. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know. hear it. Yeah, so weird. Okay. It shows up, but yeah, no idea. Yeah. We are in a new environment tonight, Jeremy. I am. Yeah, I am in a very new coming environment. Along. Yeah, so I said I have officially moved into the new house. Um, like I said, we are officially in settled and I'm in the process of setting up what hopes to be, I said, my ultimate office. Um, so I said the very first thing I want to do is I had to get my pops on display. Um, found these awesome, like, super cheap $23 shelves on Amazon. That I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a gamble, and these are probably going to be super shitty. Uh, but they actually ended up actually working out pretty good uh, for displaying pops. Uh, they, they, they display pops two, uh, two to a row pretty good. I have some storage from uh, behind the rows so for some pops I don't want to display. Um, so it, they actually worked out really, really good. And they're customizable, so you can make them as tall or as short as you want. So yeah. They fit really good, right? Like there's no uh, on both sides they fit nice and top to bottom they fit really good too. I like that the best. Yeah. Talk about taking a gamble and I didn't even measure that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I literally ordered, I ordered a couple. I'm like, you know what? Let me see if these are going to work. Got the first batch in, built them. And I'm like, these work out perfect. I'm like, and so then I ordered, they said a whole, I said like four or five other kits to make the four, the four giant shelves. Nice. Looks really good. It displays your connection well. I love how you have the comics on the side there too, all your graded comics. Yeah, I gotta, ha- I gotta have, I said it's my, my little, my little homage to Stan Lee. Uh, That's some Funko said, cereal. Rest, rest in peace, Stan Lee. Um, I got my cereal down below. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. The cereal looks good too. You can't see it, but you posted on Instagram earlier today. Yeah. Yeah, so it's finally becoming an area where I'm like, you know what? Like I said, I feel like it's becoming home. So it's I listen nice. to you got to uh, have the nerd room. Yes, I I uh, I listened to the newest episode of Three Beers and a Mic uh, this <laughs> this past week, and I I had sent them a question, so they answered it, and they're like, oh, the STS guys, like they're an Arizona podcast, and like. Well, we're Texas boys, so I had to message him back on Twitter. I'm like, "Well, we're kind of a Texas podcast nah, now, too. <laughs> not exclusively anymore." I have to go yeah. in and change the website because I can't. I used oh, yeah. to try to take the claim of the best Arizona one, but I don't now. I can say the best in Arizona and Texas. Or how about yes. best Southwest? Southwest. Biggest I noticed that Jeremy switched his Instagram handle. He's no longer AC Germs. He's TX Germs. <laughs> so yeah, if you want yeah. to see his display, check him out at TX Germs. 
yes. TX germs. Yes. No, I, it's I, funny. I, me and Larry both looked at each other like, do you yeah. realize that uh, Jeremy switched his name? Like That's that morning cool. too, I think when you yeah. did it right away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I had to, I had to, I had to switch it up. I had to change it. Um, just because well, easy doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. Uh, especially with me not being there anymore, but like I said, it doesn't prevent us from podcasting. I said, I said, it's nice to be back. All four SDS guys back in, in the same setting. I got to get a stand for this camera because I see it jiggling and it's driving me nuts, but that's <laughs> beside the story. So we'll fix that at another time. So, uh, what else has been going on with you guys this week? My toilet broke. <laughs> that is newsworthy. <laughs> uh, my upstairs bathtub leaked into my downstairs dining room. So, so oh. Jeremy, so you yeah. leave, you leave for Texas, and uh, the the rest of the STS guys have plumbing problems. Apparently, <laughs> yep. houses falling apart. Yeah. yeah, our houses are crumbling. <laughs> you well, need to come any... back. You are literally the glue that keeps our bathrooms together. You know what? Like I said, well, listen, I'll, I'll have to arrange a trip back out there so that way I said, you know what? I, I'll I'll be your personal rotor router or, or sunny plumber, whatever the, the, the hell service you guys got out there now. Personalized service at its finest. Yeah, my yeah. aura will, will will help fix yeah. your problems. Just just you coming back will just all my plumbing problems will will be solved. Hey, Jeremy, take care of this. Yeah. Good seeing you, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you might say it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a hectic week it's been it's been a crazy week for for everybody here so oh boy um i just kind of want to get started because i really am curious as to what you guys thought i know this week we were uh gonna go into and talk about the umbrella academy which was a comic series that i was a very big fan of and i'm very happy it got a uh a tv run right we'll we'll call it call it that I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. So, Jeremy, I know that you've also read the comics, so I, let's get. I want to get your uh, your impressions first. What were your thoughts on Umbrella Academy? Well, before we get too much into the thoughts, let's kind of give a little bit of backstory of what Umbrella Academy is, um, yeah. because I think that's kind of kind of kind of important in regards to kind of some of our thoughts. So, sure. for for those of uh, the audience who don't uh, who doesn't know what Umbrella Academy is, Umbrella Academy is, like I said, it's a dark horse comic uh, that is actually written. And created by, I said, uh, Gerard Way. Gerard Way. So, who has? If you know, yeah, if, <laughs> that name might sound familiar. As the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Yes. If you don't know who that is, we're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Really, like honestly, that's that's about the short and skinny of that. So, like I said, it's 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 been a, a comic series that came out, I think, uh, back in two thousand seven. I want to say. Um, I said I I could look it up in Wikipedia, you know, and I have the Google in front of me. Um, but I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say 2007. I said when you guys I, can... I, I think it was 07 or 08. Like yeah. it was like late late 2000s. Yeah. So it, I said it kind of like I said kind of slept underneath the radar for a little bit. Then it actually really took off um, because Mike. Uh, so uh, so Umbrella Academy was part of Free Comic Book Day uh, back in 2000. Eight, I want to say I said it was it was almost a year after it came out uh, for free comic book day and it was that free comic book day issue of basically issue number one of Umbrella Academy that kind of actually put it into comic book fame um, so it had kind of some some followers anyways just from kind of the crossover from the followers of my comical romance uh, but I said it, then it started to kind of gain traction as an actual comic book once it actually came out as a free comic book day comic book um, so 
and then a few years ago, like I said, it was it was kind of a tease that Netflix had acquired the rights uh, to to Umbrella Academy, and so it, it actually but, is a project that sat that, on the shelf. Yeah, as I say, as I say, they they got the rights to it and then kind of did nothing to it. I, I honestly thought they bought it just to prevent somebody else from doing something with it at the time. And I said, I'm curious to kind of see your guys' thoughts on this. I think this is, I, I think this comes at, a, at an interesting time. And I think the reason why they bought the rights is because they knew eventually said they weren't going to have these Marvel rights. And I think the show is coming out at an interesting time uh, in regards oh, yeah. to they canceled the Marvel shows. And now, like I said, they already renewed Umbrella Academy for a season two. Yeah, right. I totally agree with you there, man. The timing couldn't be better. It comes in right when they cancel the Netflix stuff. So yeah. it makes sense. They're trying to distract from that now. Right. So so let's give a little story background on kind of the premise of the show, because I think that's um, kind of important, too. So Umbrella Academy basically starts with, was it 40, 43, 43, 43 uh, women who just who were not pregnant in the morning when they woke up, suddenly give birth to a child with a superpower one day back in like uh, like eighties ish, right? Like the kids are about twenty or so by the the yeah. modern day. It, well, show wise, it was nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. So yeah, so like in in the eighties, the uh, uh, this like kind of crazy old rich dude was able to adopt seven of them, which he basically trains like he's Professor Xavier of the X Men, right? Except he's kind of a sadistic old bastard, right? Instead of Letting the kids play and have fun. It's basically 100% training all the time for the kids. Uh, and he's kind of an asshole. Uh, and, and just the comic itself and, and the whole storyline is kind of off the wall. Like, their butler is a talking chimpanzee. that, And one of the guys is stationed on the moon. And there's, like, aliens exist in this universe. And there's, like, tons of weird wacky just off the wall shit is the best way i can put it that kind of rounds out this whole weird storyline and that's kind of i guess the adventures of what would happen if child soldiers grew up to be dysfunctional adults with superpowers is the i guess the best kind of allegory i can have for it yeah, well, like when they were kids, right? They were like a superhero crime fighting team called the yeah. Umbrella Academy, right? That's where the yeah. name comes from. That was their like X Men ish yeah, that, name. That was their their no, I'm like they all have like a little like tattoo yeah. of the Umbrella Academy, like their logo and everything. And I think it was in the comics. It was set up that they the hope was that they'd have a first generation, and then more generations would come in, or they'd be able to build it. But it really didn't get much more than those original uh, six or seven, depending on how you want to really classify the number of kids. So, yeah, because Vanya doesn't count, right? Because yeah, so she doesn't have superpowers. She wasn't part of the Umbrella Academy team. She was always off on the side. Yeah. So it's uh, I, I I always put my my thoughts out here because I know. Personally, like, I really enjoyed the comics because at the time, it was just this batshit crazy comic that that was out there. And I felt like the stories that they told were, to me, what would happen if 
those type of like super powered individuals, like kids with superpowers that were regimented and trained when they would rebel and grow up, what, how would they turn into like functioning adults? And I really think that this is kind of what we would actually get in terms of superheroes. Like we're not getting like X-Men level of like, Oh, adults that have like these very problems. I mean, like Klaus is a freaking just massive drug addict. Like none of their lives have turned out very well. And it's really great to see that. Like I think if you're a person that has superpowers and you're told you're special every day and then you turn out to not be that special, like this is how you would turn out. Like you'd be a basically piece of shit adult. And I think that it, it highlights that perfectly. Yeah. And like when I, I assume the comics the same, but like one of the main themes throughout the show is just like that dysfunctional family, right? They're all adopted brothers and sisters with the, like you said, the weird kind of eccentric dad. That's, that's really the main theme is, is these guys who kind of grew apart and each had their own quirks, but they need to come back together because the dad died. Because the dad dies. No, bum, yeah, I, bum, didn't, I didn't really know anything about it coming into it. And I'm probably the least behind out of all the guys because I didn't have a chance to really catch up. But I did watch uh, the first episode and it's got me intrigued to keep going. It's definitely a weirder show. It gives me that X-Men vibe a lot, yeah. which is OK, actually, because, uh, you know, teams of superheroes is always fun. And it's not like superhero in a traditional sense, at least from what I'm getting so far. It's kind of like more of a modernized version, maybe like. But it's good. I like where it's going. Um, it, I can't help but think about the net, other Netflix stuff they've done and, you know, trying to distract us from that. And they do kind of pump up the violence a little bit. Is the comic normally violent like that? The comic you guys read a lot violent, more violent than the show. Yeah. Yeah. Really? They're, they're, yeah, okay. they're, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get into some of the, 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 I think Jeremy and I can at least speak to some of the differences for, from the comics and, and what did they adapt? into from the comics into this show because they did do a little picking and choosing but yeah the comic is is very violent <laughs> like, like and it's very quirky and I, here's a question i have for you guys because you guys have all seen it enough what did you think about the music choices see uh, okay go ahead larry um i think they tried to do the cool hip Guardians of the Galaxy kind of soundtrack thing that everybody's doing now. Um, like there are some good song choices, but I almost kind of feel like that's getting overplayed, right? Like Suicide Squad had it, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 had it, Ragnarok had it. Like it, it's like everybody's doing these cool, like fun 70s and 80s songs. Yeah. I think Larry it's just, nail on the head. Yeah. Right? So, so you guys didn't it's like, overdone. you didn't <laughs> like the little kid, uh, number five, killing everybody to, uh, they might be giants, uh, Istanbul. No, <laughs> not really. Like it's it's fine, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's get, we're getting to that point where uh, I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that scene in the first episode where they're all dancing in the house to that one song that's playing. The, I but think we're yeah. alone now. By there's really, uh, yeah, activity. yeah, yeah. There's really nothing happening. It's just watching them dance. And I feel yeah. like in Guardians of the Galaxy, it was better because the songs were always kind of moving along the scene. It didn't really feel like like it, I, I totally agree with Larry. It felt like it was just overused idea. Yeah. yeah, no, and, and th so that's the the point I was I was hoping you guys would say because that was I think one of my biggest gripes with the the show was I, I think they tried to keep like the quirkiness of the comic by throwing in this kind of like weird musical aspect and I get it the the creator's a a musical artist 
I don't know how much input he had into some of that, but I they were tr- maybe trying to capture some of that that idea, but a lot of it just didn't fit, and there was a lot of musical stuff that came came out of the show, and I was like, why was that part in there? Like, why did you make a whole song and dance about that little scene? And yeah. that I think was the one thing I that kind of was like, dude, I'm why. See, I, I didn't mind it because I said t- t- to me, I said the entire show feels like, and I said I know, which I said this is gonna sound like a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing because I actually kind of like it. It it's like to me, it's like a more campy version of The Watchmen. Um, I so just because it has, I said it, it has a, a little bit lighter tone than The Watchmen because in The Watchmen, I said everyone's just miserable and it's a dystopian society. Um, so I said it's 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 got a little bit more upbeat than The Watchmen, but it's like I said more campy. It's like it was like to me, it reminds me of a more campy version of The Watchmen. Yeah. So it it definitely has that kind of grittiness that that yeah. Watchmen had over like your traditional DC and Marvel tellings. Yeah. So so I I actually didn't mind the, the music choices. I just think it was like I said uh, with a with a few of them. Like I said it was kind of shoving them in there like so honestly like i said i think the awkwardness of like i said kind of what to the example nate brought up of i think we're alone now uh with a, with a tiffany song i think that one kind of works just because it shows kind of the awkwardness of every single character as it goes along but then some of the other like kind of montages like i said it's just that those those felt a, a little bit forced yeah the, the one that i think got me the most is the actual dance number in i think episode like six or six or seven that they that they have yeah, where Luther and uh, number three, yeah, yeah, the other girl. Yeah. Uh, when they have their little dance number and it does the whole like rom com like background changes, they get into they're suddenly in like different clothes and like it became a rom com for just a second. And I know that it's like it gets wiped away out of the whole thing, but that I was watching that whole section i was like what the fuck is going on like why is this here i think that was the one that really pulled me completely out of it to be like that had nothing to do with the storyline yeah i uh i might have fast forwarded through that dancing scene because i'm like this isn't going anywhere i get the gist of it fast forward please yeah so uh we didn't say the s word yet but clearly spoilers oh oh yeah (laughs) And there are some fairly major spoilers in Umbrella Academy season one. Well, so if you haven't watched it and you're worried about that kind of stuff, you might want to jump to the end yeah. when we're talking some Funko Pops and some Mezco 112s. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. like, And you're worried about that kind of Yeah. With this show, the one aspect about it is the plot is high, becomes highly complicated. Right. I, I think that was one thing Like I realized as... Uh, as much as I like the show, when my wife walked in about season or episode five and was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, what's going on? I'm like, all right, so we got to go back to the first episode because I tried to explain it from like that point. And I'm like, there's so much weird shit. She's like, why is there a talking chip? I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Like, I got to go back and talk about this. Like, there is a lot of weird stuff and it is not a show that you can just pick up and watch. Like, that is the other kind of issue that i have with it it's not something like if you miss something you're going back because you're like i haven't what the fuck is going on yeah i think that even though i've only seen the first episode like i said but 
it just kind of throws you into the story. It doesn't really explain much. And so you kind of learn as you're going. And I, I agree with Scott that, you know, if you miss a little bit, you're going to have to rewind because I had started it, kind of was doing something. I had to totally go back because it already gone too far. You know, yeah, so you really same, gotta pay attention. same here, dude. Like I watched about half of that first episode. Like I, I was multitasking and I realized I had to stop because I wasn't paying attention and that I had to kind of go back and rewatch it. So no. yeah, say, same for me. They, they cram a lot. They cram a lot into the into the episodes. And I think that's it's one of those. I think this is one of those shows where like as much as I don't want it to be more episodes, I think they could have actually split this up into more episodes to kind of like break down the pieces a little bit, especially with a property that that people aren't necessarily familiar with. Um, right. I, I think that's it, it requires a, a lot of different explanations. And I said a lot of different kind of like backstory because you have to create the backstories with 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 all of these characters and to basically have yeah. almost like a, a team montage type show. You you definitely need that kind of a little bit slower pace in order to kind of explain the the, the differences in the backstory of the different characters. Yeah, I, I think this one is the few shows. I like, Jeremy, you're 100 percent correct. Like. I always complain about Netflix shows like being 13 episodes. They need to be 10. This they could have broken this into to into two. This could have been season one and season two and given me a little bit more character development. Like some characters get focused on really well, but others, I think, come out and you're like, I, I still don't know, like very much about it. Like number two, Diego, like a lot of his stuff is. Ha-ha. Yeah, yeah. Ha-ha. You said number two. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, Diego is basically like, you're like, oh, he he wanted to be the the leader or whatever, and he's done. And then, like, they don't even really talk about what his power is. Have you noticed? Like, they they never bring it up in the first season. No, not really. He's really good with knives, right? Is that what it is? I don't even that, know. That is in the com- at least maybe they're doing it in this show, but in the comics, he doesn't need to breathe. That's his like story. Oh, so he has like yeah. unlimited stamina. Yeah, he has like at all. unlimited yeah, stamina if... and can hold his breath forever. Okay. So I was wondering I if he had, he like was... heightened reflexes or something. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. He just that's a superpower and he's really damn good at throwing knives. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought he was really good at knives because he always <laughs> has a knife. Yeah. So it's it's just this weird thing where they never brought it up. And and that was the thing I think they should maybe oh because the people aren't aware of these characters as much, spend a little bit yeah. more time. Maybe give me some more flashbacks about when they were kids and, and them developing each of their powers a yeah. little bit more. Do you think they're still developing their powers? Cause like Klaus didn't really realize all the stuff he could do kind of till the end of that last episode. Yeah. Do, is that like, maybe that's what's going on with the <laughs> number two, number two. I, and again, I think it, it has a definite possibility for that. And like your know, Klaus is the greatest one where he thinks his power is just talking to the dead people. And then he finds out like, no, he has like way more intense powers than that. And, and yeah, maybe bringing it on like this thing. Like I, I love uh, um, the monocle is the, 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 the father, right? Um, uh, Dr. Hargreaves, Dr. Hargreaves. Yeah. I, I like, I love the idea that that character kind of knew it was almost like he knew the path that was laid out and what would happen to the kids and, and basically like 
that they wouldn't get to a certain point. So he takes a drastic action to make it happen. I thought that was kind of cool that there's that. And then we're going to get into a really big spoiler thing territory here. Larry, you've seen the end of it, right? Yeah, I finished and it. Jeremy, Jeremy did you, you finish it? Yeah, well, like you, I, I, well, I have, well, I have one more episode, but I said I know what happens in the comics, so it, yeah. So it, it's I will, we'll, we'll get into we'll get into differences, <laughs> but we're gonna spoil a little bit. At the very end, they basically are like, well, you know what? Let's basically use number five's uh, stuff. Go back in time to when we were you know young again, and basically start over. Do you think that that is something that that the monocle knew about? And that is basically was planning on them. Like it, it almost seems like he kind of knows like multi-dimensional kind of stuff. Well, like, do you think he knows that they're gonna come back and start again? Absolutely. Just because I can't say spoilers, it's just because he's not human. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they 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 touched I mean, on it. They, they touched on it in the in the show, right? Like in, yeah. in the spoiler. They didn't really show the, the, the space thing, but it shows him. And then he looks out a window and there's all the spaceships and all of a sudden he's in like Victorian Earth, right? So, yeah. right. So they, they kind of hinted to his alien nature. Um, is there an elephant in Larry's room? Like, what was that? <laughs> no, that was my wife pushing in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, he's like, got Dumbo uh, in there. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is that? So. The fact that he like shows up in this one kind of to to after his death be kind of a guiding person to Klaus kind of hints that when they go back, he's gonna already be aware that they've altered time and have come back. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I really like the scene with Klaus and Dad in the barbershop. Like that, yeah. was, that was really cool. Okay, so I I will say this: everyone did a really good job with their characters. But goddamn, do I love Klaus in this show. Like, the guy who plays him did an amazing job to play yeah. that that character. Nah, he was my favorite too, man. Like yeah. like you said, they, I, I like them all. Like, especially for an ensemble cast like that, I really liked all of the characters. Um, but Klaus is my favorite. No, and, and I think it's, it's you get character, you get characterizations where it, it picks out like I said the the perfect characters they, they should be, and this I said that actor portrays perfectly. I said the the, the mannerisms that kind of like I said in the comic like he brings he brings the comic to life, brings Klaus from the comics to life. Yeah, exactly. This the whole drug addict stealing from his dad, but then like the next time you see him, he's like wearing one of his sister's dresses just why because and he can't even explain why he just has it on. He's like, oh, I just thought it'd be fun. Like that whole idea is amazing, and he plays it off so well that you're like, I could see that guy doing that. Now, and one th one thing I had to say though that, that that's kind of amazing too in terms of like characterization is the the amount of money kind of Netflix kind of brought into bringing Pogo to life. Like, oh like, my god! Like said, like, yeah, it, 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 uh, he honestly like said it reminds me of like he's got the same look and the same kind of like authentic feel as in like like from uh, as Caesar from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, um, yeah. like he, yeah. like I said, he looks fantastic. Like for a a non basically non like high production like super high production yeah movie. It was uh, definitely a movie. Point. It was movie level CG. Yeah, yeah, like, it was really good. 
And I think they knew, you know, that he was going to be a main character. They had to make him look good. And it's really believable. And I think they've had some practice with that. You know, they made uh, Mowgli, which is about the Jungle Book, and it's got a lot of CGI in that. So maybe that was their lead up into this to try to make, you know, an ape in that movie and see how well they could translate it to Umbrella Academy or something. But yeah, it looked really good. So cool. So, Jeremy, let's get into some of the things because both you and I have read those comics. Mm -hmm. What I took from this is they took, I mean, because volume three is still technically going on, right? Like the the hotel, uh, whatever. I can't remember the title. Hotel or something just came out like Hotel Oblivion. Hotel Hotel Oblivion. Oblivion. I think it came out in like first issue of that one came out in like October of last year. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. So, at least in 2018, yeah. Yeah, so this one looks to me as like they took the first two volumes, kind of mashed them up, shook them up a little bit, and gave us <clears throat> this <clears throat> this show. Well, because this is all based upon the the Apocalypse storyline. Um, well, it's the Apocalypse storyline, but you have Hazel and Cha-Cha, yeah. which don't show up, and the whole time-traveling bureau, which is like the Tempest Eternalis in the comics, the commission in the show. Yeah. Um, the, that was all from, and the whole Klaus goes back to Vietnam uh, accidentally. Uh, sort of, a lot of those little beats from the, the second volume kind of got peppered in. I, 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 how was your thoughts on that? Because that was a little confusing for me. Like To me, and, and this is kind of, kind, of, kind of to my point earlier, is I think I said they, they could have broken this up. Like I said, as much as I don't want to say that this needs to be more episodes, it needed to be more episodes or it needed to be split, uh, like a split season. Like, hey, you know what? Let's, let's focus on developing these characters in like ha- season one, half one, and then go into that to half two because I said Netflix is starting to do that with some of their shows too. Kind of, kind of a, one that comes to mind is with Sabrina, uh, the Chilean Adventures of Sabrina. They had like, the first run of 12 episodes and then they're taking a break and then they're going to have the second run of 12 episodes. Um, it's all technically season one. It's all tech, technically like, season one. But I yeah. said it's it's that it's that split where it kind of gives you kind of a, enough time kind of to digest the characters and understand the characters and, and really focus on that. And then I said, go look forward to the, the second half. I think this show could have benefited from that like I said, just because the source material is so unknown um, to, to, to a lot of people. Like, so, for example, when I when I was at work this week talking to a couple people about it. Like no one had ever heard of like Umbrella Academy, and I said, "Oh yeah, I saw this as a as a recommended show on on, on Netflix," and I started watching, it and I really liked it. It's like, but I had no idea about it. I'm like, and I had to kind of explain kind of what it was and like kind of kind of some of the backstory. I said, kind of the backstory behind it. I said everyone was blown away that you know Gerard Way, like I said, made a made a comic book. Um, I'm like, but yeah, no, that's, he he made a comic book. He's technically on number two because he's also responsible for Penny Parker. Yeah. So yeah. he's he's actually made it into Marvel with writing comics. He did uh he did the new run of Doom Patrol too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he did. He, he gets around. Yeah. yeah. So which I said, is it's interesting kind of side note for everybody, but yeah, like yeah. So I I think it just like I said it. I think I said that the main thing that kind of detracted me from the the show, um, just because like I said especially with being familiar with the, with the source material is like I said I think they. As much as I don't want to, I think they could have stretched this out a, a little bit more um, to really give you those backstories, like I said, in, in a little bit cleaner fashion, and then move on to like I said, kind of the, the main storylines. Right. Um, Honestly, I, I think it would have benefited from keeping the apocalypse storyline and 
you know, it, I, I get they didn't want the, like the, the cult that runs the symphony in the comics to be kind of the main antagonist. I actually kind of like it having it be Leonard, the one guy who kind of understands that, sh- that Vanya has powers to, uh, yeah, I, I almost like that a little bit better, right? That, mm-hmm. that, that was, it was just this one guy kind of manipulating things kind of outside of everybody's uh, eye shot. Was I it, think... it was kind of like he was a conductor of yeah. an orchestra, but all the different players in the orchestra were the Umbrella Academy yeah. kids. Oh, shit. It's called like a metaphor yeah. or something. Yeah, like, the Whoa. metaphor. Yeah. Ooh. Drop uh, the but knowledge. Like, so I, I, I almost like that concept better, but I would have liked it to focus on them figuring out that that whole situation and going through that without any of the the time travel commission stuff have them prevent the apocalypse and then have the commission stuff be the uh i guess a consequence of that and then you can still have time traveling back to that first season to make adjustments to it right redo parts that first that that first setup much like they do in the comics is go back and, and jump through time a lot more often. I, I really think it would have played out better if they would have followed that template laid out in the, the comics a little bit better for how the two stories should have been laid out. Yeah. Well, what was it? Why they... Go ahead, Larry. Well, what was it like the first six episodes are all kind of backstory setting stuff up. It's not until like episode seven that they even care that the apocalypse is happening. Right, number right. five drops it pretty early on, but like everybody's like, eh, whatever. Like we got our own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like it's totally just brushed over. It's not until episode seven, so that's only like what seven, eight, nine, ten. That's four episodes where they kind of address that. Like I, I'm with you. I like the ten episode thing, but like they probably need another episode or two to properly kind of draw out the whole like cliffhanger finale. Because um, mm-hmm. that, that last couple episodes, even though like it was a little predictable, uh, it felt a little rushed at the end too. Yeah. It's, I think it's weird, you know, I understand they want to slim down the shows, but they have this platform that we, they could really build the show. And to all your guys' points, not knowing anything about the comic beforehand, it would benefit me just to know more about these characters because I could get more invested that way. Yeah. So it makes you wonder why they make these choices where they don't do that and they try to kind of rush towards the end. So, you know, just take your time. I, I kind of have an idea for that. But it, it, it's this. Jeremy, you hinted on this earlier that they got rid of these Netflix shows, but superhero shows and the kind of those ilk are kind of a big thing right now. Is you don't say this, huh? <laughs> I said you don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Um, is this their way of basically? Did they rush through the currently written material so they can start delving into their own storylines and kind of make their own paths for some of these characters? Like that, that's kind of my thought is I wonder if they, they combine both seasons just to be like, here's the characters, here's the, like, here's the world building, here's what's going on. And all right, we've done, done the comics. Now we can write our own shows and make, you know, this an ongoing series or an ongoing, you know, path for them to take for their own, you know, team up so I, I i think there might be honestly uh, in regards to, to kind, of, kind of how conspiracy theories go i think there might be some truth to that just because of how fast this show got renewed this show got renewed faster than stranger things and and so we all know how big stranger things is i said this this show got renewed a week after it had debuted 
um for 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 a second season and i and i think obviously because since netflix doesn't share that their their streaming numbers i think there was i said i think there was a big bump in streaming from this saying hey you know what they took a chance with this the kind of the material to begin with um and it's from they probably got their streaming numbers back and it seemed to have worked for them in their favor so now so they they you know hey let's go ahead and develop this into a series let's maybe even develop these characters a little a little bit more and so now i think they can actually even go into their own storylines right well and, and I, i'm looking in the chat here and the scenes brings up a really good point even in the comic books they only focus on seven out of those 43 kids mm-hmm. they really haven't brought up any of the other people with superpowers and, and what are their powers and what happened to those kids that didn't get adopted by Hargraves? Yeah. That's yeah, an easy, like, that's an easy, like walking dead, fear the walking dead s- spinoff, right? Like you could totally expand that universe. Cause yeah, like scene said, yeah. there's a lot of other kids that we don't know anything about. Yeah. Create like a whole new villain and a team of its own. Yeah. You know that I mean, that's not, not reading the comic books. That's one of the, that, that was one of the things I'm like, well, what happened to all these other kids? Like, I know that there's these seven here that have powers. Like, everybody else has to have powers too, right? Like, doesn't anyone else realize this? Has none of the other kids made the news? Or is it because they didn't have yeah. somebody to train them properly that they didn't yeah. do anything astonishing? Like, like it, I, it is interesting that, that they left that cliffhanger. And even in the comics, they left a cliffhanger yeah. of where are these other kids? Yeah, I mean, like the Umbrella Academy's out there. They're on the news. They're they're right. They're fighting bank robbers and stuff. Everyone knows that they were born on the same day, and this rich eccentric guy adopted them. Like, if that was my birthday, I'd be like, wait a minute, do I have powers too? Like, I find it hard to believe that like another like five or six kids didn't team up to be like the West Coast Umbrella Academy or something, <laughs> or or find this academy and like, hey, can you help me? Because I need help using my yeah powers, right know? like I yeah I totally look find that find Hargraves and be like hey yeah. what's up dude I got I got better powers than number two uh, yeah. I saw you on TV I want to join your team mm-hmm. yeah, yeah can I be can I be one of these kids that like have action figures and comic books and like yeah. other things like in that universe they were the X Men like at the time like for their universe like there was comic books and toys yeah. and shit yeah, they created were of them. As would be expected, right? They are no. celebrities. So, so they I, still I, are. So I think, I think to that point, I think Netflix can go any which way of direction. I think honestly, they can use this show to kind of honestly build a universe without having to actually worry about all the licensing, since they actually own the license to this now. So I think that's it's not it's something, something it's, not, it's not something that's unleashed to them. They actually own the license, the, the the actual production license for it. So I think they can actually spin this off into. Multiple different series, multiple different spinoffs. You can even do like series, like spinoffs, like so. For example, like you know how you had like the the in the X Men. We could keep on comparing it to the X Men, so we might as well use this example too. So you have you know you had the X Men movies, but then you had the spinoff movies like like Logan, or you had the spinoff movies like this. So you can actually do spinoff movies of some yeah. of these characters or spinoff shows of some of these characters, really developing them as a character yeah. and really develop them, and then bring them back into like said a, a more hierarchical uh, type uh, type show. Yeah, right. I totally watch it. I totally watch a number five show. That's yeah. a genius idea. I love the idea of number five too. Like a you know, fifty something year old man trapped in his you know fourteen year old body. Yeah, but well, still, he, like, you know, he went back in time and like he was involved in the JFK assassination. 
Like there's stories there. Right. Like, yeah. like, yeah, maybe just like, of, a, true. like a quantum like, leap style number five, like going all over through time. <laughs> right. Kill, killing. Uh, what was it? He, he, he was supposed to. He started what? World War One with Franz Ferdinand. Right. Showed him getting assassinating him. He assassinated uh, Stalin. Like, yeah, you take it, like one of the kids with him each time. And it's like a specific mission based on their abilities. You know, like, hey, I need your help because you're good at this. Yeah. yeah. Like having that, but I just, I, I freaking love number five in that when he's back in the kid's body, that, that kid actor also did very well to portray like an adult, but still keep his, like, like you said, he wears his little like short, short, like school kid uniform, but he's like asking for coffee and yeah. like, he's like, gets years old or something, yeah. Right? yeah, gets like shit face drunk as like, as like a 12 year old. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That's pretty amazing. All Just right. wants a good cup of coffee, man. Who doesn't? Yeah. All right. So so that way we can have some leftover room in the, in the episodes for the other oh, things yeah. we're going to talk about. Let's go with our overall STS guys rating out of five. Scott, let's go ahead and start with you. I'm, you know I'm always going to be on the high end, but for me, there were some problems, but I am so excited for season two in the future of this. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. I wanted to love it, but I just liked it. Uh, two and a half. Uh, I have only seen one episode, so my weighting is a little lowered here. Uh, but I would say from what I've seen in episode one, three and a half, I'm going to keep watching it and see where it goes. All right. So I think this is the first time we've always we've been different on everything, too. I'm going to go a straight three. Uh, so I, I said I I liked it. I think it had had some high points. And I think it being renewed for a second season kind of gave me some hope that they can kind of flush it out a little bit more um, and kind of basically kind of rearrange and kind of slow down some of the different storylines and, and kind of explain a lot of the different backstories. So I said, mine's a solid three and then um, it makes me look forward to the second season. Yeah. I have a yeah. very hopeful outlook for, uh, well, I'm going to say season two and beyond, yeah. like yeah. honestly, because I, I really don't think they're going to stop it too. Like we'll at least get a couple seasons of this and I'm really excited for it. Ditto. You know what else I'm really excited for? What? Balls. <laughs> Number that, two. <laughs> Number two. Going poopies. I'm excited for all the new toys coming out of Toy Fair. Well, I, I'm excited. For, I'm excited for that too. They revealed some crazy stuff at Toy Fair. Yeah, Toy Fair was a couple weeks ago, but uh, we haven't talked about it like at all. Like I haven't no. talked to Jeremy about any of the Funko stuff. Like Nate and I uh, talked a little bit about the Mezco stuff, but uh, right. Uh, as wait mezco stuff you yeah mean... i see some nesco stuff in your yeah. backpack right there scott oh what is there you got the you got the, you see the backpack oh yeah. wait what mezco did something really cool this year that they have not done in uh, any other of the years of toy fair because toy fair if you guys know it's an event for all of press to come and check out all the new stuff being revealed from all these big toy companies you got hasbro you got mattel mezco uh, Sideshow Collectibles, Funko. I mean, you got all these different companies there. So uh, Mezco, they always show their new stuff, but they always have two exclusives that are at the show. And this year it was uh, Blade, and it looks like maybe Blade Three style Blade, where he's in like the red and the black. Really cool looking figure. But they also had this Agent Gomez. And uh, for anybody that knows anything about Mezco, their mascot is Gomez. It's like this ant head and you see it all over the place with their, you know, merchandise and stuff like that. Yeah, it's their main logo. 
Yeah. Right. Their main logo. And it's done. I, I have one here. Uh, let me see if I can see if I have. It's on your bag right there. Yeah, you can kind of yeah. see. You can kind of see it on the bag. I guess that's yeah. the best. The best one to to pull up. So they they reveal this Agent Gomez figure, which was really cool looking. It's like uh, a guy in a suit, but he's an ant. He's got an ant head. He got has like a classic ant head. He has a roach head that he comes with. This skull, totally random, totally unexpected. He comes loaded with stuff. Uh, I was actually really kind of sad when I saw it at Toy Fair. That was a Toy Fair only exclusive. I was like, no way. That was re- a really cool figure because not only is it a mascot for Mezco, it's the first one of their kind in the 112 line, which is that line of figures that I collect. Um, so I really wanted to get my hands on it. And sure enough, just randomly, they dropped uh, a buy it now on the rest of their Toy Fair stock. I happened to be sitting next to you know Larry and Scott at the time, like, dude, they just dropped this exclusive. We all went and grabbed it, and within like 20 minutes, it was gone. Yeah. Uh, but the cool thing is, you get the Toy Fair bag, you get the pins that they gave you, all these Toy Fair goodies. It's the exact version from the, the catalog. Show. Yeah. Yeah, the catalog of upcoming figures, and that's the first time they've ever done that. So I was really stoked to get one. Wait, so and wait. they shipped like the next. No, they shipped that day. It was. Yeah, it, was it was that day. So yeah. I think what was it Tuesday that Tuesday. we Tuesday that we ordered it. I had mine on Monday. Me too. That's so nuts. like less less than a, a a week. I had the the device, and it came with a whole bunch of goodies. Like I'll hold it up here. There's like a lanyard, some pins. Like it, it was pretty cool bonus items. Yeah, it was cool that they they kind of hooked it up for anybody who got that. It was like being able to go to. Not being able to go to Toy Fair because let, let's be honest, all of us would give an arm and a leg to go to Toy Fair. Yeah, uh, but it was it was like being able to get it was cool to be able to get some of the stuff that was exactly what was there at Toy Fair, right? Right, versus having to to get something that's like this isn't the version like we have like a dumbed down version like the blade that Mesco has like they have the non Toy Fair one which is not as cool as the the Toy Fair one. So, well, there was a. Like I saw on Twitter before these dropped on Tuesday, like there was a there's some outrage in the Mezco community that people were definitely upset that they couldn't get a hold of this. So it's really cool that Mezco was able to throw up what they had in stock online on Tuesday. And then what was the next day? They threw up like a, a ton for a pre-order that aren't going to be ready to ship until like September. So yeah. I feel like almost everybody who wanted to get one, Jeremy, was able at least to get a pre-order in. So they have one coming later on this year. Yeah. Yeah, they actually uh, did it later that day. It was like 4 or 5 p.m. Oh, yeah. or something like that. And they yeah. put up a second run of the figure, which to Larry's point, it's not going to come out until summer, but it's the same figure and it comes with uh, issue number zero of the comic that they're making to introduce this Agent Gomez character. That's pretty cool, too. That there's yeah, going to be a comic cool. book for this thing. That's pretty right. Cool. Yeah. Which makes you think they're probably going to add characters. You know, if the characters do well, they can kind of expand and make their own universe and they don't have a license to deal with. So they can kind of do whatever they want to with these figures. That, and I that, saw that's how it ties into our umbrella Academy, right? Yeah. If you don't get the license that you want from Marvel and all that, make your own, like wait, make a, your minute. Own stuff. wait a minute, Scott, are you pitching out the idea of an Agent Gomez Netflix series, one hundred percent. I want to. I want to watch it. I want to watch a dude with a ant head beat the shit yeah. out of people. Yeah, like who wouldn't watch that? So well, it's I, cool. They I actually released this stop motion video that Mezco made to show off the figure before it was released at Toy Fair. It's just more of like, hey, what is this Agent Gomez? And it's a short video of 
Gomez taking his sniper rifle out of his boombox because his boombox is like his gun case. He actually comes with really cool stuff. It's like a, a sniper rifle that comes together in different pieces. So it shows you putting it together and then he um, takes a shot. And at the end, they have like more coming. So they're trying to expand on this new idea of this figure. Well, it's I, a cool thing that they haven't done before. I, I think I think I see the, the value in this, especially if they if they can expand it into other characters. Because Nate, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, I knew I said I knew you were going to go after this. You've, you, I said you've, even I said you being the mystical lover that you are. But honestly, for 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 a, a completely different reason, just because I said well, especially because he comes with the different accessories and he comes with that skull head. It's a nondescript villain that you can use in your photography. And exactly. I, I and I think that I said, and especially with these with these unique characters and these 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 other other characters that you can kind of introduce into your photography, I think it just gives you a, a, a different kind of aspects, even some some background characters that you can then use in in order to kind of enhance your photography that much more. Yeah, perfectly said, man. I have I have ideas of who I want him to be because you know he has that cool suit and it looks normal if you take the head off. He looks like a normal dude. So I want to put like a Bruce Wayne head on there and make him like a Bruce Wayne or a Tony Stark or like you said, some nondescript bad guy in the background. It really it's, adds a different level of, yeah. you know, uniqueness to the line. It, it is a very versatile looking character. Like, and that wasn't the reason why I, I liked it because I normally don't buy Mezcos, but mm -hmm. I saw that and I was like, dude, I want that. Like, I love the idea of that whole thing. And like, just the, the look of it was amazing. Yeah, same. Like, I don't really collect Mezcos either, but I grabbed one. Uh, the fact that they were selling for, I don't know, $1,500 on eBay at the time uh, <laughs> didn't hurt my uh, decision making, but uh, it's a really cool fig. Uh, I thought of something else just now, too, dude. Like, you could do, like, people versus uh, Gomez, too, right? You can do, like, Punisher versus Gomez. You can do Shazam versus Gomez. You can just do kind of that idea where Gomez is this villain and come up with your own, like, Gomez well, hashtag and just make it a thing. So I'm, I'm, looking, idea, at, I'm looking at one specific image right now. And so, Nate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen right now. Uh, so there, there's this image right here. So he's flipping the, he likes, he's flipping you off. Um, like I said, I, I can see Deadpool and Gomez kind of going at it. Yeah. I think that would be an awesome kind of, like, kind of mashup right there. But well, and it, it kind of hints to the fact that this this is kind of we're going to call this character kind of an, an assassin, right? Like that that's what they, they're making him out to be. So that definitely leads into kind of like Jeremy bring up Deadpool, like the whole Deadpool kills the the Marvel universe kind of a setup. Like I think this character leads into a great thing where you can be like, yeah. as Larry said, you could pit him up against like how would he kill Superman or how would he take out Batman, like. Make him into this kind of Agent Forty Seven level character, right? Is what I kind of picture them, them. Well, that's what Nate out can do. That character. Yeah, right, and what, 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 what we all can just do too. Right. Cool. You guys like, are giving me some great ideas, though. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Though, I mean, you see these characters, and for me, you know, I do the toy photography, so my instant thought is, how can I use that in a shot? And you guys read my mind. You know, I can try to put different heads on him, make him different characters, make him a villain. You know, have him interact with like Deadpool. He's got that middle finger. You know, he's got some cool stuff that he comes with. So it it's really adds to the accessories that I can use. You know, you can use that boombox in a Deadpool shot, maybe, or in like a Spider-Man shot. Or, you know, well, I I'm just thinking like like I said with that boombox specifically, like Deadpool with a say anything like type of pose. Yeah. Yes. Like 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 how awesome would that be? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And yeah, I mean, and that wasn't the only thing. I know we're focusing a lot on Gomez, but Mezco really like came out strong. 
they're doing like a, a comic Wonder Woman. They're doing a Michael Keaton Batman, which is amazing. Nice. Uh, it Still, looks uh, the, the one question for I one. have: Will his head be able to swivel? It's funny I, I you really that. Can, can they lock it so that he has to? Yes. Do the whole... <laughs> you can mold it, man. You can. Well, you have, you got, you did, have I, to. I, honestly, if you get that Michael Keaton Batman, which I know you are. Oh yeah. If you ever turn his goddamn head, I will I will chastise you in that video. <laughs> it's shoulders and body has to go with him at the whole. Uh yeah, and it looks like because the different heads that he comes with, he comes with three head sculpts. And it's the cow and the head all in one. I have a feeling that the head's still gonna move, but you're gonna replace the whole thing instead of just the head itself. But yeah, yeah um, so they're hoping to get the little old, old stiff neck Michael Keaton Batman back. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Classic. But they revealed the the movie Hellboy, so the new movie Hellboy. They've got a figure of that coming, which looks really cool. Uh, they re revealed what Captain Marvel is going to look like. They got Pennywise coming out to expand on their horror line. They have another Michael Myers coming out. Uh, I mean, they've got all kinds of stuff. They revealed more of Ghost Rider. Some really, really cool figs coming up in the next year or so. Nice. You dropped uh, you dropped an unboxing video after our last podcast, right? For that uh, Mezco exclusive purple Catwoman. Yeah. So I that's out the, there on our that's out there on our YouTube channel. Definitely go check that out if you guys haven't seen it already. It's a really cool figure. I actually like the purple suit more than the black. It really pops in photos. I love taking shots of it. But, um, and you guys can see a shot that I did on our Instagram story actually. Yeah. Or Instagram and the uh, the thumbnail for the video is a picture you actually took too. That uh, Larry right. mm -hmm. and his Photoshop skills made as our yeah. logo for the video. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Mezco wasn't the only company that brought out some stuff. I know Funko had some big things that they showed too, right? Oh, Jeremy's got the, Jeremy's got the Catwoman up there. Yep, there's the, there's the thumbnail. That's a, that's, a, that's a nice looking shot, especially with the purple lighting in the background. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. The purple looks real, especially like on my, what, like you, you, uh, I think you texted it to me or something and it looked good on my phone, but once I put it up on my computer, like that purple really popped. It's a, it was really cool. Yeah, I've got these awesome LED, uh, multicolor yeah. lights that just are super bright and, you know, you can bounce it off the background. I love using them. I use them all the time now. Thanks guys. No problem. So, but, uh, tell us yeah. about Funko. Yeah. For the Funko collectors, what, what's the news? Uh, what are we talking about? I don't like Funko. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't is know. All that you? They just dropped what, like two hundred something announcements, or like two hundred pops plus mystery minis and all the other random stuff that they do. Um, I don't know, like off the top of my head, because there's so much. I think my favorite announcement, because I'm currently watching slash rewatching the show, uh, was they're finally making pops for The Office. So that was yes. pretty cool. I, you didn't tell me this before. Oh, you didn't know that? I did not know that. Oh, that, you didn't know? That is... Okay, that number of announcements is so hard to keep up with. Like, when they dropped yeah, as many as they did, like, that was a lot in a short period of time. But, but as, yeah. somebody, like, as somebody who likes Funko as much as I know me and Jeremy do, it makes for a really fun day. They dropped, oh, I yeah. think it was every 15 minutes, they did uh, a new, uh, here, new announcement. Here, here's, here, uh, cause I, I, pulled, I pulled up the list. Here, right. like, ch check this out. Good. So let me focus on oh, nice. me for yeah, a second. Yeah. Uh, so like, like, so here's, here's all the announcements. So it started off with Kiss, then 15 minutes later, Johnny Cash, then NSYNC, yeah. then Post Below. At 5.15 a.m. Yeah. 
so like I said, this list goes on and on and on and on and on with I, I, yeah, I remember it was like a Saturday and I woke up and my Instagram was just blown up. There's just so many things being announced that you couldn't keep up with all of it. It's like, holy crap, there's so much crap coming out. Yeah, there's so much stuff coming out. Like I said, some highlights that, that, that I'm looking forward to, honestly, The Office. I'm looking forward to, to like I said, these these new Kiss Pops. Let me see if it'll actually bring up a picture. Okay, yeah, these, these, guys, the, yeah. these new guys, I said, look awesome. Like, just because, like I said, they're in their band poses, too. Just to be, yeah. like I said... I said, if I get these, like I said, which I'm probably going to, uh, from shoemystore.com. Um, I, I was going to say, this is a perfect lead-in for Larry Schill. <laughs> you can save 10%. Yeah. 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 Get out of here, Entertainment Earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, Boo. But like I said, I'm actually going to put these out of box in their band form. I'm like, just because I'm like, that, it, they, it looks really awesome. Um, so like I said, they, they came I, out I with honestly kids. thought, Jeremy, you were gonna you were going to click on NSYNC. Well, they came with, like with Kiss Pops. Looked at a long time ago, but they're super expensive. Uh, stuff that I that I can never afford. Not that I can't afford right now. That, that I don't want to pay for. Um, but I said, but now I'm glad that they're doing that. But then they came out. With, they started coming out with some really cool stuff. Um, let me see if I can find uh, the Simpsons. The Simpsons. So yeah, the Simpsons. Like I said, you have the Simpsons. I'm stoked uh, for those. I said all those are coming out. So you have your Bartman. You have you said your Radio yes. You finally get a Maggie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, said, Maggie, you get a Lisa, you get a uh, Grandpa Simpson, you get a Mo. Moe's pretty cool. I love yeah, that part, man. That's seven Simpsons that, pops. I'm in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Which is Larry, is Larry salivating right now? Well, <laughs> you, because Larry is what you're, you're Simpsons complete right now. I am four for four, man. Yeah, yeah, but, said, yeah. not not Larry's not definitely long. the Simpsons aficionado of the group. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be Simpsons complete. We'll see what they throw at me though. Yeah, but then like I said, dude, yeah. those Garfield pops are pretty pretty cool. Like I'm just like through. The, the, the thing so that, cool that, that I actually like yes. really like the best is it, I said they they, they came yeah, up with this concept called so... Pop Towns, which I think this is like I said in terms yeah. of like I said things that aren't just a pop. These have been probably the most excited just because like I said they're bringing basically these iconic buildings into like, so you can actually build like see these little Funko towns with all yeah. these little buildings. I yeah, said, this is such a great idea. Like, like you know, Funko. You know, forget movie moments. Forget all the other you know other stuff. Like I said, these have me probably the most excited excited for basically not just a pop yes because um, yep. these me things are, are are pretty amazing yeah i mean me too. And what they do scooby-doo uh and spongebob spongebob yeah plus the go- plus we're looking at the ghostbusters one too if you're on a, an audio version yeah <laughs> but i already got my pre-order in for the ghostbusters one that one's really cool those yeah. look awesome and i mean it never ceases to amaze me the licensing that they can get and the quality of these figures i mean they really look really good yeah. and um you know they keep continue so, to add like the building pieces i think are cool first they had the rides so, um you know funko is just great with the creativity i love it yeah. Wait, go down to the very bottom because I, I after this because i saw something so yeah they, they're, they're, there's your office pops uh you go, and, and you got jim jim's halpert's the book face yes uh, <laughs> kevin holding the pot of chili yeah that's amazing. Uh, I didn't get that. Back. I didn't get that. I didn't get that reference a week ago or whatever when they announced this. But I watched that episode this so, week, and I'm like, oh my god, I get do, the chili reference now. Do me, do me a favor, Jeremy. It's, go down towards the bottom. All right, right at the bottom. 5:45 p.m. Otter pops. Otter pop pops. Oh, they, they, oh, yeah. they don't. They don't pop up yet. Um, but yeah, no. So they're, on, they're on Shoe Me. Yeah, they're on Shoe Me. <laughs> uh, oh. 
Otter Pops. Otter Pops. So they're making figures of the Otter Pop characters. That's amazing. They do have they, cool. they they do have the otter hops, and then I said honestly, I said I actually really like the jaws pops too. Is that Bruce? That, yeah, the shark. The yeah, shark's really cool. The shark man. is really cool. Like like this is this is pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, then, you have, oh, said, then you have a Quint too. Like it's. I love how they have two different versions. One with the uh, propane tank in his mouth. Yeah, yep. his eyes were black like a doll's eyes. <laughs> Which I thought, like I said, I, like I said, I said that would have been awesome if it was a chase. It almost probably should have been. Yeah. What if they'll make one? Do they always show the chases? Like maybe they'll have one with blood on his mouth, you know, and an yeah. arm in his teeth. Uh, you something. know what, dude? They didn't show any chases during the Toy Fair stuff. So they showed one. They showed one. Yeah, it was in the, well, where's the office at again? Um, oh, yeah, Jim. Yeah. yeah, so Jim. Yeah. So they they didn't show many chases yeah. at least. So I, I'd say there's a chance that they can still do that. They don't show store exclusives really either. There were just a couple of store exclusives. So there's still some opportunities plus con stuff, right? Like any of this, any of these lines could have an SDCC exclusive or New York comic con or any of that too. So there's still plenty of opportunities for a thing like a bloody shark or like glow in the dark BTS. Like who knows? Yeah. Like or, I, had, or, I had no idea. I had no now. idea what this was, but apparently this was a thing. Um, yeah, it was Funko said that was their most liked commented on post of the entire day. So I had no idea. Uh, K-pop, K-pop baby. Yeah. K-pop. K-pop. It's all about that K-pop. Surprisingly popular. Me likey likey. Me likey likey. Yeah. But um, but other than, other than, you know, I said all the the toy for announcements. So I said there was one and one other, you know, kind of kind of fairly big announcement. Huh, Larry. For what? Funko. Emerald City? Oh, no. Hollywood, baby. Yeah, Hollywood. Funko is going to Hollywood with a new store, right? They have their HQ in Everett, but uh, they're opening a store right on Hollywood Boulevard, apparently. Like what? just a stone, yeah, just a stone throw away from uh, the Chinese theater, so right they, there by the Walk they, of Fame and all that stuff, man. They that did their, awesome. their movie premiere and just liked it so much. They're like, "Yeah, screw it, we're gonna." Well, and it's it not makes a, sense. We're, we're gonna make a store right here. It's not you a tiny store so either. It's that. a forty thousand square foot store. Um, that like I said, you so they just announced it, but apparently they've been building like I said all the pieces for it already up uh so up in Everett, so it's actually going to be ready in October. So they're oh, actually opening really up, yeah. So they're opening up the store in October apparently. So SCS yeah. guys road trip in October. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> right. Brian Brian said it should be open by by Halloween. So. Yeah, like it depends on when it is. I was thinking too, like as much as I'd like to be there for the grand opening, which when push comes to shove, I'm probably going to be there for the grand opening. Like if we all plan on going to Designer Con like in November again, which is in Anaheim, which we can just drive up to LA. Like if we don't go for the grand opening, I'm at least going to plan a trip in November. And right, I'm going to do Designer Con. I'm going to do Disneyland again. And yeah, I'm going up to LA. Yeah. To, to go to the Funko store for sure. I was going to say, you guys must be so stoked because I always hear you guys talking about like Sunday, I got to go to the Funko yeah. store. And now right. one coming to you. Yep. I, I still want to go up to Everett, right? But Washington is a lot further away than Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's I'm going to be a six in... hour drive versus a six hour plane ride. Which one's more expensive? Yeah. <laughs> I went to LA, I went to California, what, like four or five times last year? Like, I want. I... <laughs> It's so easy. It's going to happen. And like Jeremy said, it's a huge store. It's going to have different stuff. My mind's kind of blown right now, like that they're going to do this again. And as soon as this one's probably done, 
um, they're probably going to start working on the next location. Yeah, New York. No, honestly, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an East Coast Times Square. Yeah, yeah Times Square, a, a Times Square store. Like it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's if Funko wasn't big enough already, they're going to be a behemoth with these retail stores popping up. It would uh, it would be good in Vegas too. Yeah, oh, Ve- yeah. Vegas would be. Good. Vegas would be good. Yeah. I, I could see them trying to hit hit East Coast. Yeah, you got to do, do another Southwest. That's what everybody's been complaining about. They're like, why is all this stuff on the West Coast? I'm like, and I'm sitting over here as a West Coast kid, <laughs> kid. Like, I don't care, man. This is awesome. But yeah, you, like as a company, <laughs> you got to do East Coast. On the West Coast. What? Yeah. So there's more cool companies on the West Coast. Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's true, man. But yeah, like East Coast, and then maybe they come back to like Midwest or Vegas or something. I could see cool. maybe maybe New York or like Boston, and then coming back to. I, I, to like I think Vegas. they were. I think they're talking like Tokyo or something too, like international, That'd which would which would make sense because like as a stockholder, I would love to see them keep growing their international presence. Same yeah. here. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Iron Archer's down. Iron Archer's down for Vegas, of course. Yeah, that yes. would be cool. That's we'll just come a, visit I'll you, and jump away from you, man. So yeah. well, that, we'll that just seems like you. it makes we'll so much sense talks. in Vegas. Yeah, it does. You got like Vegas-themed exclusives, you know. I mean, that's yeah, some. Well, cool yeah, ideas, that's though. what LA is going to be too, right? Like uh, the the one in Seattle, they've got a Freddy Funko, their mascot guy, like holding the Space Needle. Like, oh, there's going to cool. be some type of like Hollywood Hollywood Southern sign California. Hollywood sign Freddy. It's going to be the it's going to yeah. be the Hollywood sign or. Like a sunset movie star, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walk, up, walk of fame, Freddy, yeah, yeah, right. Like it's gonna be cool, and I'm gonna want it. And last, <laughs> like when they opened the the HQ, like they had exclusive that you could only get at the grand opening, and that's why I'm like, if I can go to the grand opening, I'm probably gonna go to the grand opening. Um, Kevin Smith lives right down the street from that stuff, right? Yeah, and he, he lives right down the street. He's in so. Seattle. He's probably going to the LA one. Like, so yeah, well, you could have. You already know yeah. that I'm I'm going I'm going to the grand opening. I'm like I said, if we can yeah. get if we can get if I said if we can get to the grand opening, we're going to the grand opening. Yeah. I'm well, that's the thing there. too. They can start having events where these stores are. Yeah. So but you they can have, see like they've had some cool signings. They had like a football player, like Steve Largent from the Seahawks, did an autograph signing there. They had Zach Ryder come up when WWE was in town. They've had some of that kind of stuff. But dude, this is Hollywood. Like everybody lives there. Yeah, they like, can have their Funko Fun Day event. At these stores, you know, that'd be crazy. That's... that's so no fun days, but they can have other events, yeah, which yeah. they've done in Seattle, which is cool too, which I hadn't thought of, which is crazy because that means that's a whole lot easier to get to now too than it is to Seattle. So I think uh, I think I just need to move to California, <laughs> right? Uh, Disney, that uh, it's a couple hundred bucks to. It's just only a couple hundred bucks to get on a plane. It's true, or drive, right? Yeah. Seven, six hours, and you're you're there. Your wallet's like, I don't need another excuse for this now. Why do you keep going to California? We can't afford <laughs> I this. Yeah. I know. Like, literally, I, I've probably said this before, but when, what, 2018 last year, when 2018 started, I'm like, all right, this is the year we don't go to California anymore. Because, like, we always go to California, whether it's San Diego Comic-Con or, you know... Universal Studios, that kind of stuff. Like, I always go to California. That's all I do, or all my family does. I'm like, all right, this year we don't go at all. And we literally went like five times. <laughs> like, right? It started in January with the stupid making fun premieres. Like, all right, like, took me like three weeks before I, I ruined that and I just kept going back. There's so many oh, cool well. things that go on in California. It's it hard is, to stay man. away. It, they're, they're really California. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like San Diego, I told myself I wouldn't go, and then I realized, oh, it's the golden year. I got to go this year. <laughs> Maybe next year I won't go. 
I'm hoping you're going to have some company on on that trip too, Nick. God, I hope you guys can join me on that. Yeah. I hope Uh, we're... Fingers, toes, and eyes are crossed. Finger, yeah, yeah every, we got our fingers crossed for for San Diego. So yeah, it's only like it's March. Um, it's only like two months till we start figuring out something for fun days too. Yeah, so. yeah. true. And they're going to be doing the hotel sales soon, so that yeah. I hope they start telling us so we can plan for it. Time, yeah. time to jump on that. Yeah, it's coming yeah. quick, man. Yeah, exciting times. Exciting yes. cool oh, stuff coming. Cool. So I'm going to go right here. So we've been talking about toys and Funkos and all that stuff. So, Larry, I think it's time for you to do your thing. So, oh, uh, yeah. So if you want to get any of those Toy Fair Pops Jeremy mentioned, they are almost every single one is available for pre-order right now at shoemystore.com. If you go to shoemystore.com and you get those Simpsons Pops you want, you get those Office Pops you want, you get all the Pops you want, enter code STSGUYS to save 10, 10, 10%. And Shumi's going to hit you up with that mint box guarantee. So you know you're going to get a perfect condition pop to add to your awesome collection. Um, Shumi just dropped an app today on Android and iPhone too. So look for that in your app store. Uh, just search in Shumi. And guess what? That code STS, guys, it's going to work on the Shumi app too. So uh, check that out and buy yourself some new pops. Yeah. Who doesn't all want to say more exclusives? Yeah, there we go. Look at all that. You got BTS. You got the Simpsons. You got Green Giant, the Jolly Green Giant. You got everything. Oh, oh, oh. You have rad. you have Batman with the nipples. Bat yes. nipples. Yes. That, the you know what? That's what modern day superheroes are missing: visible nipples, and <laughs> vi- you know it's visible nipples and <laughs> extenuated cod pieces. Like I want more superheroes mm. with that. More copy. And look I'm that. a simple man. Look at that. Kool-Aid man finally coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. He's like, that one's cool. I'm going to get that one. Especially, yeah. it's probably going to be kind of clearish. Yeah. I got to get the no. Kool-Aid man, Bob. That's really cool. Oh, I know I know a code you can use. <laughs> yeah. Get oh, is it STS, guys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. As Iron Archer Film says, uh, shameless plug. Very yep. shameless. Hey, hey, yeah. it's a shameless plug, but it's also trying to save everybody money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and like we one thing I thought of, buy them. Like, one thing I thought of too, like yeah, you can go to Target or Walmart or Amazon and buy some pops, but like support a small business. Go to shoemystore.com well, and you know just just help them out. Like Amazon's got enough money, man. Like it's it's seriously though, no joke. Um, like I said, hit like I said, Shumi's protectors are amazing that he ships in. Like, they are the best. So, like, uh, I'm just gonna put this in perspective. I don't, I don't have them near me. Otherwise, I, I'd grab them right now. Is, so, I, I pre-ordered. Like I said the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Marvel Studios 10 year anniversary pops. So, so, all the golden, all the golden pops. Um, so I got those in the mail. They literally traveled with me from Arizona to Texas. Um, I said in a suitcase and literally nothing but their protectors. I said that's how awesome those protectors are. Um, nice. So like I said, it's I said they they he has a mint box guarantee. He's only gonna send you good stuff. Um, like I said, and if he if it's not good enough, he doesn't pack it. He doesn't ship it out. So like I said, and he, yeah, he has an, and everything. I don't comes know if you've protected. seen those videos. Like he's showing videos of them going through the pops, and they literally look at one by one, check it out, put it in a protector. If it's if it's damaged, they set it to the side, and no one's getting damaged pops from Shumi, man. 
Yeah. It just gives you peace of mind because as a collector, you're like, man, I, I need the box to be in good condition. I hope yeah. they take proper precaution because sometimes, as you've seen, some other companies will just throw it in there. Well, then, yeah, like, all, like, so, like right. so, for example, too, like, so then you're also getting, said, like, Cooley Man, they're not, he's not upcharging, I said, the, the, the price of the pop. It's $9.45 for the pop. Like, it's, it's not, like I said, and that's nine forty five with a protector. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, a pretty good what, price. It's without using our code, STS guys, to save you 10%. Yeah. I got, uh, I finally got my Colonel Sanders um, that I pre ordered off Amazon, and it looks like somebody sat on it. Like it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just squish, man. So no more, no more Amazon for me. I am a hundred percent in on Shumi. I, I honestly think the, the guy who is usually the Amazon driver has decided that instead of coming to my front door, he's just going to punt all of my <laughs> yeah. boxes to the front door, just stand at the sidewalk and try to make it that like 30 feet to my front door. Well, dude, they've, got a, they've got a quota, man. You gotta, right. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you got to get those packages delivered. Fire away. Yeah, literally fire away. Yeah. So you know what else you should also fire away, Larry? Is our is our is our closing is our closing <laughs> shill? Go ahead. Let's go ahead and shill it, Larry. Do it. So what you're saying is, while you're on the internet, you should probably fire up Instagram and go follow us at SDS Guys. We're on Twitter, which I've been posting more stuff on Twitter lately. You can follow us at SDS Guys, and we're of course on the facebook at the sds guys and i am larry from the sds guys chilling like a villain All right, we will man. also be increasing our youtube content here really soon within the next month or so so oh. i know we mentioned that mezco unboxing that nate did but we've been slacking on youtube content but head over to sds guys dot online you can watch us live every saturday night and I promise more unboxing, some more gaming content coming within like the next four to six weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so part you see that Agent Gomez that I was talking about earlier, I'm going to be doing an unboxing of that soon. Nice. So stay tuned to our channel to check it out. Yeah. So, so literally part of the problem was with a lot of the content is like I said, out of all, I said, we're all like post move. We're all like, move, like in move processes. Um, yeah. So like I said, I am finalized with my move. So I'm going to start producing some more content. Yeah. Larry is going to be finalized with his move here towards the end of the month. Like I said, it's, I'm it's, just starting mine. Scott's yeah. just starting his. So it's it's like, like we 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 have we have different things coming. It's it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube right now, I'm sitting at my dining room table. <laughs> I literally I, that uh, the KFC pop. I've got like three pops in my house right now, and that's it. The rest in storage. So my house is a little boring right now. It's yeah, I'm so sad. glad Crazy to have for my us all lately. Storage. Yeah. Like I said, and I know it, it continues on, people. Like, like this. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little, t- little, little taste. Look at that. Dun dun dun. Nice. All right. It looks good, man. I was at the new house today. It's looking good. I was doing some measurements to see where I could put all my stuff. So, nice. couple Does more have weeks. Enough room for your pops. Uh, my tiny office will have enough room for pops and not much else. <laughs> Who needs like a bed <laughs> when you've got pops? All right. You can lay them on the ground and make them into a bed. Nice. Yeah, the collection is what is important. The collection must go. Yeah, I've got my priorities in the right spot. That's right. right. Number one, where do I put my Batman Mega Dorbs? Exactly. Exactly. So, miss that guy. For episode 73 of the NCS Guys, I have been here. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's been Nate. And I'm Scott. We're the STS guys. Have a great night. Bye.
Shut up and sit down.